today on the God Pod. We love a good prank, you see. I'm glad I was able to make uh, an impact on both sides there. Yeah, it was both good and bad, which is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> a little uh, chaotic neutral. Trump plus Elon, I cannot. No. I got on Twitter once I heard their bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God has left Twitter. I was like, woo, here we go. I'll smite dictators. Just a nice general one today from me. Okay, well then, stop helping them get into power, Satan. Why, hello there, human. I'm God, and this is The God Pod. The God Pod's a twice-weekly show where I, the Lord thy God, interview all kinds of interesting humans, and I also discuss all the latest current events. Find The God Pod wherever you get your podcasts. The God Pod. Have it Yahweh. Links to all my social media channels are in the show notes of this and every episode. Jump on our Discord chat server and hang out with fellow fans of The God Pod. I'll talk to you there. Let's meet my co-hosts for the day. First up is my therapist, Psyche. Hello, 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 hello. The goddess Psyche. I feel like we're getting somewhere with my therapy. Are we? Or is it because you have another therapist too? Slowly but surely, I'm getting better. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. We'll have group therapy later. And also with us today is... The Dark Lord himself, Satanus. Hey, what's up? How you been, gang? Are you excited? I Yes. Am. We got a big show today because we have a big guest. We have Sean Morrow with us today. And who is that, you might ask? Who is that? Why, he's a young man who just happened to troll the shit out of Eli Lilly until their stock tumbled billions of dollars a few weeks ago. You might have seen this. You might you might have seen this. You might have heard about this. Wow. That Eli Lilly prankster is with us. Sean. Thank you so much for having me on. Welcome. So I got to tell you, Sean, we've been talking about what you did a fair amount here on the God Pod. And both me, the Lord thy God, and Satan were very impressed with this act. Yeah, we've been nonstop talking about it. We love a good prank, you see. I'm glad I was able to make uh, an impact on both sides there. That's uh, that's important. Yeah, it was both good and bad what you did, which is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> a little uh, chaotic, uh, chaotic neutral. Very chaotic neutral. I was actually, true to form, I was surprised that anyone was upset with what you did because it's like, yeah, of course it's not real. Get over it. But apparently uh, some people were, you know, they thought it was real and they were sad when they found out that reality is what it already is. Well, for us basic folks, can we do like a run, like a, a rundown of what happened? So for us basics, folks like psyche basic bitch <laughs> sean you did a whole video uh that you have on your on your twitter feed where you explain yes. the whole thing 
I would encourage our users to find Sean. Put this on pause and go watch that. <laughs> yeah, I can I can run through what, kind of what happened quickly if that helps too. Um, yeah, tell tell us the story of how this happened. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, as I'm sure a lot of people have been following, Elon Musk uh, purchased tw- the the billionaire purchased Twitter for forty four billion dollars. Um, Wait, what? He's somebody who thinks forty four billion dollars. Yes, uh, and he's someone that thinks he has very good ideas. He's somebody that thinks he really knows how to run things. So he approaches Twitter, he sees this verification system. He thinks of verification, the little blue check next to a username as uh, some kind of status symbol. When in reality, it's about verification. It's about exactly what it says it is. It actually does serve a purpose, right? It serves a real purpose, yes. Uh, So he rolls out a plan to let people purchase this little blue check mark. So he rolls out the plan, and the first day, it's people doing stuff like, uh, you know, Mario flipping the bird, or President Biden saying he can suck his own, blah, 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 yeah. Hacks! Unimaginative hacks, I remember. <laughs> exactly. Uh, then day two, I, I see it's still going on. And I'm like, what's something that I feel like can actually possibly, you know, make an impact or be in this kind of beat I have of uh, corporate greed? Uh, so I chose to make an account for Eli Lilly, the, the multi-billion dollar pharmaceutical company, uh, and tweet out what I thought was a completely absurd statement for them to say, something they would never say, which is insulin is free now. And it went way further than I thought it did. Is that all it said? Yeah. Insulin is free now? It said, uh, we're excited to announce insulin is free now. That is what really sold it, is because it was in their vernacular, bro. It was the verisimilitude. It felt real. Yeah, with just a little bit of a, like, it's no, they, that's not really professional speak, you know? It's like, so that's what, you know, drives it home as satire and protects me from impersonation laws. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, Twitter had to change their verification rules. They changed the entire system for verification. Uh, they said, you're doing a parody. You have to write parody in your username. Oh, so that's your fault. Yeah, I, I was involved. I was part <laughs> of it. Because there was also Lockheed Martin. There was also all these others. Because I had to change my account to God parody account. Yep, that's, yeah, that's because Elon thinks that's the way to fix it, even though, like... And now I've changed it once again to God on Mastodon. Yeah, I saw that. I was checking you out this morning. I saw you've officially made the move to leave. A lot of people are talking about it, but not a lot of people actually do it. I've got 58,000 followers there, Sean. Over on Mastodon? One of the bigger accounts. Yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations, yeah. (laughs) Thank you. I mean, good work if you can get it. Yeah, <laughs> it's great to be in on the ground floor. There's like eight million users already, and there's like a million, wow. and there's a million switching each week. And oh, wow. the thing that I like about it, Sean, is that there's no algorithm. Right, it's just whatever. Just it's actually just timing, right? And there's no Elon Musk, and there's no chance of there ever being an Elon Musk. How does it work without an algorithm? That sounds like absolute chaos. <laughs> well, there is an algorithm. It's called most recent. Right. It's just most recent posts. That's how you that's how you follow it. What was the craziest like thing or was there someone in particular that reached out to you, Sean, where you were like, oh, my God, I can't believe this person is writing me right now. Like after this happened. Oh, when it first went out, there were a lot of people before I I was I didn't come out as identifying myself. I was completely anonymous for like two weeks uh, while I kind of figured out like what the possible consequences were and then assured myself by speaking with a few people that what I did was completely legal and within my rights. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. See, that's what actual free speech is, assured by the government. Yeah, absolutely. Free speech isn't, yeah, free speech is important, uh, and that's the kind of speech that needs to be protected, is speaking truth to power. Whereas, you know, the Elons of the world are looking for the free speech to beat down people that are already down, as opposed to free speech as a way to speak to power, is a, is a, is a big difference. And pretending, uh, pretending that he's all about free speech, while shutting down whoever he thinks 
is funny to him that day to suspend their account. Kathy Griffin, uh, liberal reporters, who anyone who criticizes him, there's been a lot of people saying their accounts are just getting suspended. He shut down Kathy Griffin. Yeah. He suspended Kathy Griff- Griffin because she got what? in. So she got in shortly after Sean did his thing and and burned the world down with eight words. Kathy Griffin was like, you know what? I want to get into this game. <laughs> Changed her name to Elon Musk for like an hour. And then he was like, just suspended her. Spent, yeah, just totally suspended her account because he thought that was funny. He later joked about it. There's a lot of liberal accounts that are getting suspended right now. And they're reporting over on Mastodon and other accounts that the only thing they did was criticize him. Sorry. Sorry to go off on a tangent, Sean. This is, this is about you. No, it's it's completely true. It's completely true. Um, Like uh, you you see, I'm trying to think of an example at the top of my head, but uh, progressive and left leaning uh, reporters and uh, people that report on extremism often are being banned from Twitter and they really did nothing. And it's insane. Uh, One standout is uh, Andrew Lawrence. He's uh, the rapid response director. Thank you. Yeah. For um, Media Matters for America. And he just, you know, when someone says something unhinged on you know, uh, Fox or like uh, One America or whatever. He puts that out there and says, like, look at this crazy thing that uh, this uh, senator just said. And he was banned. He got his account back. But that's like that's who they're he going. After. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's hard to know with all the automation, you know, mm-hmm. what's being done on purpose and what's being done just randomly. But it does seem when you spot the patterns. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what you we always suspected it would be. It's gone very rightwards. And so people are leaving and uh, it's a great time to leave. And let me tell you, it is nice to be somewhere that's not owned by some billionaire who thinks he's such hot shit and he's like a complete moron and then uh, just controlling everything. And it's, it's nice to not be making content for them. That's something people forget about social media. And so you can't get in trouble for what you did? As far as I know, no. Like, I, I think I'm pretty much in the clear. Um, Did Eli Lilly come after you, your group, or contact you or anything? Eli Lilly hasn't, hasn't contacted us at all. I mean, Eli, the CEO of Eli Lilly did respond. Uh, he of did course. say, uh, I believe he used the phrase, we are going to do our, like, it, the, the, that tweet highlighted the need to lower, the co- lower some of our costs. Uh, but I, yeah. yeah, exactly. He, actually, he, said, he said as if he didn't know. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. He's the word cost, not price, which I think is pretty key. Mm. It's a good thing we have Psyche here, our therapist, because isn't it possible that people have such cognitive dissonance that they shield themselves from the horrors that they do because, you know, they enjoy the money. So they find a way to justify what it is they're doing. I can't wait till I become a billionaire. (laughs) Yeah, so why is insulin, how much does it cost? I'm not sure. To produce, they like there's a lot of different numbers, but uh, like a, a one week, so a vial, which I some depending on the diabetic, it can last like anywhere from like three to days to a week, costs about ten dollars to produce or less. Um, and it's often sold if you don't have insurance for 350 to 400 dollars. Insane, yeah, absolutely insane. And uh, you know, I'm not like a full blown communist, I think people should be allowed to make a profit. You're like a little, you're like a semi communist, yeah, yeah, semi communist, I guess, yeah. <laughs> Like, it's a, you're like a Bernie Sanders, democratic socialism type of communist. Sure, yeah. It's the, the, the priority shouldn't be returning value to shareholders. That shouldn't be the number one priority. But, you know, some, someone's got to make a profit. That's okay. You can make a profit. But uh, it shouldn't be that much. The, we shouldn't be directing so much money from everyone else to them. There's absolutely no oversight. There's no oversight on Wall Street. And, and it's never enough. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's it's never enough. It's just a complete accumulation of profit, and it's always more, more, more. And it's like no one's saying you can't make a profit. No one's saying we're gonna have price controls. It was controls up to them. They line. would charge. They would charge a thousand dollars. Yep, if they could get away for with a it. Month supply of insulin. If they could get away with it. Absolutely, they would. Um, and there's a lot of you know laws that have led to that. Uh, the, the idea that we we we're going to get uh, the ability for Medicare to negotiate prices with drug makers, which would mean that the, the prices would go down just because because of capitalism, which they support. Uh, but it needed a supermajority in the Senate to pass. It couldn't get the 60 votes it needed, uh, which is just insane that it needed 60. Mm. So you right. can't get in trouble for what you did. Eli Lilly, they're not going to come after you. Did they have they lowered the price yet? They have not lowered the price. They they said. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Hilarious not question, Satan. Yeah. You fucking know they didn't. Yeah, they, they, that's not. If anything, happened. if anything, it'll be raised soon. Yeah, out of out of uh, like spite, they're like, "Hey, we don't like you guys did this." What happened to their stock since? Because I know right after this, their stock literally went down. How many billions of dollars did they lose in value because of that? I, I'm not sure of the exact number. The stock went down the day after the tweet. I'm not like you know, it's, while it's you know, it's a fun little narrative. I'm not sure it was truly connected. Um, and if even if it was connected, it wasn't because people thought like people fell for what I said and they thought insulin was free and therefore the stock went down. It went down because investors realize that people might not stand for this shit any longer uh if it did right. go down to that but i don't i truly right. don't believe that like i'm not saying this to protect my ass or anything i truly don't think the stock market's super complicated things go up and down every day i don't think i did that yeah yeah no one is going to like sell their stock because they thought it's let's free dial i saw it on their twitter yeah <laughs> yeah exactly so now did you change your name back so that wasn't my account Oh, it wasn't your account. So that's the mistake like Kathy Griffin made. It was Kathy Griffin turned her own account into an Elon Musk account. I had an old Twitter account that I had made years ago. It was like Smart. a dumb joke of, uh, the, it was like Mothman for Senate in West Virginia. And it was like a joke account for the Mothman running against Joe Manchin for Senate in West Virginia. And I right, made like Right, right, Mothman. Who doesn't remember Mothman? <laughs> of course, yeah. And I never really used it. I made like two tweets from it, but it, it existed and it was old enough that I oh, could funny. do this. Yeah. So that's what you did. Yeah. So wow. I didn't lose my personal account. I've used to, I took no effort to protect my identity. I used my own Apple ID and all that. Like I didn't even think about it. Uh, and they never said anything. So, yeah. So no wow. one, no one said anything. Yeah. They did change it though. How is that whole $8 verification thing going? He keeps pushing it back. He's realized that it's so problematic. He keeps pushing <laughs> it back. Uh, and they, they keep saying they're going to fix it. They're going to have a new, completely new system, but, I don't think it's ever really. Sean, I'm so dissociated from reality. Doesn't it show that yeah. you pay for it too? Exactly. People that have done it regret it and can't wait for it to come off because it takes like 30 days before it's, you know. Like how awkward. It's yeah. because it's like just marks you as a total nerd. Yeah. Yeah. It's like really <laughs> easy to point out that someone like chose to give $8 for this silly status symbol that doesn't matter. It's, it's amazing how something that it was a status symbol. It is something people desired to have for years. Yeah, I just I just desired it because there are people, you know, trying to be psyche out there. And it's amazing how quickly it can be turned from something super awesome and cool to something like that just marks you as a total loser. Yeah. Nerd. <laughs> this whole thing is just an experiment in social psychology. So have you received any ominous Eli Lilly threats in the mail or anything like uh, not yet? I already no. asked not that yet. Satan. Yeah, I, I, I feel pretty mail. safe. Like two days after the original tweet, when I was still anonymous, I was like coming home from a bar at like two in the morning and I was walking and there were my I live in that's a when Eli quiet, Lilly gets you. That's when they get you. Yeah, there uh, I live in like a pretty quiet street in Queens and there were like three cop cars parked outside of my house. 
And I was like, Ooh. I was thinking to myself, I'm like, does like the SEC use the NYPD to arrest people? I'm like, no, they be do. Like they definitely yeah. do, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's and, all connected. And there was, it was nothing. There are times the, the NSC. Right. Yeah. I really thought there was a chance they were, I, they were going to. Yeah, I was ready to go. I just like walked towards them. I was like, all right, if you're going to arrest me, arrest me. Uh, but it was not for me. It was completely unrelated. To be fair, you would just want to join. You were paranoid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like coming back from the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is all a lot for someone to handle. That's why it's good that you're here today for group therapy with the goddess psyche. Yeah, it was pretty stressful. Well, what I was going to ask is, do you prank a lot of people? Are you a prankster in general in your life? Yeah, what is your job? Yeah, you like giving wedgies to other uh, corporations and stuff. <laughs> not, yeah, <what> not, <laughs> not the moment. I do work in a space. I work for More Perfect Union. It's a nonprofit newsroom that does. Uh, we do media for like pro working class, anti billionaire kind of stuff. Um, I work on our side that does like uh, longer explainers. So I'll say like, oh, here's how this one company took over all of our agriculture and explain monopolies. Oh, so that's what you do is those videos. I was going to say the quality of your video was really good. Yeah, like that's that's my job. I did this tweet I did. I didn't do connected to my work. I told them I did it immediately after I did it. And everyone was like, that's awesome. That's funny. And then then we we did it. Uh, we made the video. I made the video through my job. Um, but it was originally just a dumb thing I did on my own. So, yeah, my job is kind isn't, you know, fully trolly like that. But it is using social media and humor and uh, engaging content to make people aware. You get paid to write and make videos going after greedy corporations. That's amazing. Yeah, it's like my full-time job, like with like a nine to five. Yeah, it's fun. Wow, wow more perfect union. Let me check out this website. Yeah, we're uh, it's oh, a lot look, of really they good have stuff. Ca career opportunities, huh? Oh, let's we do. I think we're hiring. Uh, I think I believe we're hiring social media a... distribution intern. Okay. Yep, and then we're hiring some non-interns as well. We're looking for. Uh, uh, I believe we're like a trending news producer, someone to do breaking news. Have you always been someone that's wanting to be part of politics? Oh. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I've always Be on wanted the to good write. side of it. Yeah, I've, I've been running journalism since about 2014. I used to work for Now This, making videos for them. Uh, so, and I focused a lot on political content. And uh, you know, like I would never want to go work for like a big main major news organization. I'd rather work wow. for like spunky little things where you can kind of like speak truth to power. A hundred to hundred and ten k annually, senior editorial manager, and you get to work remote. Sean, can you get me a job? I, yeah, I mean, send an application. It's, that's a good role. It's going to be someone who's yeah. like, a, like a, like a journalisty type person. God's joining the team. Yeah. What is your next prank? What is, see, that's the thing now, Sean. You did like. Now you got to find something you really did, juicy. <laughs> it's like a once in a lifetime chance. And he seized the moment. He did it. Yeah. And, and now, now you got to talk. Well, when, when are you going to top yourself, Sean? <laughs> yeah, like, we'll see what happens when he unblocks accounts. I've got some plans for if he un unblocks the account, because he said he's going to unblock all blocked accounts. We'll see what happens there. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, we, I, based on the success of this project, uh, I've been talking to my employers about other possible, um, I don't want to use the word prank, but uh, activities that we could be doing that I can't really, like, you know, to, like bring up right away. But we're seeing about the power of trolling. I think, see, I think you should lean into the word prank. Yeah, it's the power of pranking, the power of trolling. Because the, it's fun. It's, because it's, it's fun, fun, it's spunky. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, you're like the Bart Simpson of America. Yeah. Good job. No, you know what you're like? You're like the George Clooney. You know, George Clooney is famous for pranking people. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's Bojack you're the reference, George right? Clooney. Bojack Horseman? Yeah. Yeah, classic.
Oh, is that not a real thing? So, <laughs> it was just a curse. It's a real thing. It's oh, it's a real, a real thing. thing. Oh, I thought it was. Yeah, they talk about that in Bojack. I thought that was. I didn't know that's a real thing. Oh no, that's a total real thing. No, oh, no, no. Yeah. He's like infamously known for pranking every single person he comes in contact, and he does these like he'll do like years long pranks that will last like forever. Like he commits. Like that's, that's what so he's funny. famous for. I didn't realize yeah. that. I thought it was a joke from Bojack Horseman. <laughs> no, no. You know, we recently had a guest on here who sounded exactly like Mr. Peanut Butter from BoJack Horseman. Oh, that's so funny. Was it? What's his face? Uh, who's the voice of that guy? No, not Paul F. Tompkins. Yeah. He's Jordan from Knowledge Fight Podcast, and uh, he, he likes the comparison. That's funny. We'll be right back after these messages. So let's talk about corporate greed. Absolutely. What made you dedicate your life to that, and, and how do we stop it? That's a great question. Um, I, it's something I've just always like that's always bothered me since I was, you know, in in it's something that I, I always didn't fully understand when even as, like early as like middle school, high school of like, why is it OK for people to do things that are so awful and hurt people so much just for profit? I, it was something that I always kind of considered an absurdity. Were you bullied in middle, middle school by a corporation? But bullied middle school by a corporation, yeah. yeah what's your think, origin story? I think we kind of all were, you know, like we were. Yeah, we wow. were watching the Iraq War uh, being yeah. caused by Halliburton or whatever. Like he just topped himself. There it was. That was good. <laughs> See that? That was good because it's true. Uh, People's yeah. lives are being affected in so many ways, and ways you just don't you don't realize. And that's like you know, kind of the where what I do at my job is kind of help people realize these things. Um, trying to create associations like. You know, like in your head, you might hear the, the name Monsanto, right? And you just kind of know they did something bad, but you don't really know what it is, you know, or something like along those lines. And we're trying to create those associations for other companies. So when you hear a name like uh, Cargill, they're a huge agricultural company. You understand that they are there's a reason that's a reason that food is more expensive than usual as it tracks back to this company. And we're hoping mm -hmm. to make people make those associations automatically. That's the first time I ever heard that word. Cargill. Yeah, Cargill's the largest privately owned company in the world or America. Wow. And they uh, they own like, you know, pretty much any food you own somehow made them money because either the fertilizer or them owning actually the farms, uh, they own like a teeny bit of everything. Um, and it's because of lax laws with regards to antitrust and monopoly in the United States that allowed them to get all this power. Uh, and then power builds cumulatively. So once you have a certain amount of sure. power, you can like, oh, you own X, Y and Z. That means you can also take control of a it's true it's pretty wild. it's pretty wild um yeah and monopoly and antitrust is a huge part of all of this that it ties into the insulin story as well yeah and it's also almost anti-competitive like it's capitalist to not want monopolies because it's anti-competitive to have monopolies what are other companies like that other big monopolies i mean yeah the the insulin's a good example too three companies make 90 percent of all the insulin and it's basically like i would use the word cartel like how drug cartels you know, they're killing each other, but they're also collaborating. They're also saying, oh, this is what the price of a, you know, bag of heroin is or whatever. Oh, they're totally collaborating and that should be yeah. illegal. It absolutely should. Yeah, but it's very much not. I'm trying to think what other big monopolies are a problem. We just it's not it's not illegal to do that to price fix. <laughs> it's uh, monopolies are technically illegal, but it's like it's really easy to say that they're not doing it. And I believe price fixing to a degree. Right, they just get a is... discord server. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, what, when, do you, when is it a crime is a question. Um, the Ticketmaster monopoly is a big deal. Uh, a lot of people are angry about it. And again, it's like, obviously going to a concert is a luxury. Are you as mad about that one as you are about insulin? No, it does, uh, yeah, it doesn't make me as angry. It's just a good example that like they pretty much own all of concert ticketing. They own the venues they, and their uh, Live Nation, which is also owned by Ticketmaster, owns artists. 
And that's the reason it hurts artists. It hurts fans. That's good. The good defense, because, you know, it's easy for a dumbass like me to deflate that issue by just making it about Taylor Swift. But yeah. <laughs> in her stance, but that's insane. So monopolies are just running rampant in the United States is what you're saying. And globally. Basically, yeah, it's 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 a it's a major problem that these monopolies are able to do this. Uh, Kroger, I, uh, I I'm trying to make sure I'm saying this right, but Kroger, no, not Kroger, Kroger, Kroger's great, but Kroger and Albert Kroger's merging with Albertsons, which is going to cr- cause like uh, in some areas a grocery monopoly. So like you know in New York we don't have Kroger Albertsons, we have like Stop and Shop or whatever. But like Midwest our, our and South, in the Midwest, yeah. it's going to be a there's going to be like a kind of monopoly, and then it's like oh if they decide that a pound of a pound of chicken breast costs six ninety nine this week. You can't go to the store across town because they decided as well that it's six ninety nine this week, and then no one can afford chicken. Yeah. Oh, Kroger. It's weird thinking of these companies as like these evil things when they're these funny things. Like Kroger is a funny sounding word, but it's true. Yeah. yeah. I seem to remember in Cargill. I seem to yeah. remember that in the past the solution for this type of activity would be a um, functioning government. Yes, a functioning government would definitely help. Uh, political donations are a major problem. Cargill donates like across the board to, you know, from everyone from I'm not sure off the top of my head what a big Republican they donate to is. So I feel bad just naming a Democrat. But Amy Klobuchar, Senator Amy Klobuchar takes tons of money from them. And then a ton of Republicans do. They donate across the board. So it makes it really difficult to break up their monopolies. Like the last time the, the United States broke up a monopoly, it was in like the 80s and it was AT&T. Yeah, that was that was a big one. They, right. They'll, they'll put like that. kind of ineffective, like flaccid laws. But that's it. Why was it able to happen then? And then ever since then, complete domination. That's actually a pretty good question. I'm not sure where the where the switch exactly was. Um, money and politics, for sure. Money and politics is a big one, but there's kind of always been that. They're, 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 during the Reagan years, uh, uh, this guy Robert Bork, Just who is like sheer amounts now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the sheer amounts. The, there was something to do with this guy, this uh, lawyer Robert Bork, who basically said that the reason that monopolies are bad is like it was he like created this version of an, an understanding of why we need to fight monopolies, but it was wasn't it was still pro-corporate um and I, I wish i could explain that better off the top of my head um but yeah it's 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 been a while since we've broken up a monopoly and whenever all calls to do it they'll often do something kind because of- it's bad for competition for capitalism exactly. right exactly right. He, yeah that's, that's, that's true too is is he the same guy that got borked yes he's the guy who uh <laughs> yeah he was like a supreme borked. court nominee What's borked? the word actually might come from that he was gonna be in the supreme court right yeah, and then he was one of the first people where it was ever a big political thing where it was like argued about. Before that, it was always about qualification. It was argued about, and then they were like, "This guy is not a good guy," and then they didn't vote for him. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's then after that spawned the term "borked" when you you lose your Supreme Court nomination because of something you did in the past. And not to be confused, psyche, with getting Bjorked. <laughs> right, right. No, that's what I was confused about. You know, I have a very important question. I know that this is an audio app for everyone, but Sean, we all want to know, how do you get volume in your hair like that? The luxury of your hair. I mean, <laughs> I have never heard let's, my life. Let's ask the hard questions. I am mesmerized by this, this voluminous hair. Just This is a podcast, so just for the... <laughs> Listeners' benefit, Sean has wonderful long hair. I just want them to know. And I'll say, Sean is definitely not washing that every day. That looks exactly. beautiful. It's the natural oils. It's the, the lack of hygiene is what does it. It's the natural oils. We are not talking enough about Sean's gorgeous hair. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you guys. Yeah, it's it's all about the natural oils. You just don't wash. That's 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 the key. Love it. Love yeah. it. How often are you using uh, shampoo? Let's be honest. Let's <laughs> expand. Shampoo. Let's drill down on say, this. Spend more time. Every every six to eight days, I'd say, is a, wow. is a shampoo. Always water. Always a little water conditioner. I'm not. I'm not that dirty. Good to know. No, see, Satan. My horns produce such a uh, disgusting <laughs> natural oil. I need a shower every day. <laughs> so wow. You know, check your privilege, man. Check your privilege. Maybe you just think about that. Yeah, yeah. You need to get rid of all that. I mean, Kanye probably thinks that that's a problem with me, but. But yes. Yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Well, we're going to talk about that. His account was suspended, correct? Yes. Yeah, for 12, for 12 hours for tweeting a swastika. <laughs> it's really, really yeah. solid work. Yeah. Before we move on, Sean, I just want to say we here at the God Pod would like to present you with this award. Amazing. Oh, wow. I, the Lord thy God, present to you, Sean Morrow, the God's divine prize for satire for the year. 2022. God, I've been awarding these for 6,000 years, so you're in good company. We haven't heard about it before this year. (laughs) As part of your reward, we shall be giving you this luxury tote bag filled with expensive insulin. Oh, wow. Amazing. Thank you. I, uh, I'll distribute it. Oh, my God. And it even has a little travel shampoo in there for him. Yeah. You're perfect. This is the first time that I can say, like, accepting award, you can say, I want to thank God. And it's very literal. Yeah, and it actually Oh, my God. Sense. Wow. I also grant you one wish. And no, you cannot use it to wish for a million more wishes. So make it good. Ooh, one oh. wish. You don't have to make it now. No, you don't have to tell us. No, tell us and make it now. <laughs> You know, I could go for something completely altruistic, or I could go for something selfish. I, I, I'd like, I'd like, honestly, a hot cup of coffee. I ran out of coffee beans. Uh, I Done. just didn't want to run out. I just want a hot cup of coffee. I mean, I'm just out of coffee right now. And okay. I didn't want to go for the walk. Well, why don't you go to Kroger and get some <laughs> for $6.99? I will send a text to Jesus to text Gabriel to deliver you one. Turn some water into coffee. Yeah. Congrats. That's what a big gift you just got. Thank you. I'm 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 very honored. I'm completely honored. Mm-hmm. That's great. How can everyone find you on on social media? I use the same handle for everything. It's it's always on hard Twitter. to spell. <laughs> on Twitter, yeah. Twitter I'm, I haven't been banned yet. They haven't banned me. They haven't banned me. Uh my it's uh, SNMRRW on everything. You should move to Mastodon, bro. Everybody's doing it. I've just been procrastinating it. I know I should. Yeah, I'm always. I'm God always needs more followers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, whatever. To a degree, it feels like work to go start a new thing. You know, it is. Uh, That's why yeah. people are like, you know, what is the straw that breaks? For me, it was it was uh, seeing that Trump was being reinstated. Yeah. I was like, mm. oh yeah, I'm done. Yeah. I it's just Trump plus Elon. I cannot. No. And I, yeah. I figured a lot of other people would have the same red line. I got on Twitter once I heard their back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God has left Twitter. I was like, woo, here we go. This is going to be Time to finally make an account. Yeah. <laughs> Satan, actually, Satan, this is true story. S8N, Satan, very famous account at over 2 million followers, got suspended two years ago. And he's really hoping to get his account back. Why did that fake Satan get banned? Uh, spam or manipulation. I, they, they, they don't, you know, make it clear ever. So you're in talks with this other Satan? 
Yeah, I, yeah, I was about to say, is this like your other therapist that you have? What is <laughs> what's going on here? This is a, another Satan. Yes, this is another version of you in the multiverse. Well, Satan. you know, do you think we could do group therapy um, and have Sean be a special guest? Yes, let's let's do it. Ah, cool. Happy to. I do group therapy. It's very simple. I just ask the question, "How are you really?" Because we really don't get to hear truthfully how people are doing. And so today's a moment. Just how are you really, Sean? Uh, I'm feeling pretty good. You know, just uh, woke up, uh, did some research about water rights in California and how that's being snapped up by some billionaires. Uh, kind of came to do a podcast. It's Friday. I got the weekend coming up. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling in a, in a pretty good mood, to be honest. Uh, cool. You know, we're, of course, we're watching the, our, our society collapse in real time. That's going to take a while. We've got, we've got some nice days before that. Yeah, it's a slow collapse. It's not you exactly. Know. We're waking up early to fight these bastards, and it's not making a shred of difference. But you know, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> we're but doing whatever. what we what can. Are you do about we're it? doing what we can. Can I actually? This just remind me. You're talking about the water rights for a second, and I had to look up just really quickly what it was called. Just on a pause of group therapy to bring up a topic. Do you know anything about the Salton Sea? Are you doing any work on that? No, I, I don't. I possibly if that's if it's li like uh, linked to the greater issues, but no, I haven't been touching Salton Sea. What's going I, on there? It's something that I there's a lot going on there. Vice did a really cool documentary episode that I think everyone should check out. It's really interesting. It's about the Salton Sea. The Salton Sea is was a man-made sea that back in the day, like Frank Sinatra used to go to, it was the Rat Pack, they used to water ski. There's like these really like crazy, like fun videos and images. Like you guys will freak out. It's like ridiculous. And it was called well, Bondi Beach. Well, anything with the Rat Pack and we're in. <laughs> like it is hilarious. And it was outside of Palm Springs. It's about like an hour and a half outside of Palm Springs. And basically it's slowly been like, that like dissolving fish are dying um the water's poisonous then with the winds it goes and hits palm springs and it's it's toxic air and basically the only thing that the the Calo state of california needs to do is talk to mexico and open up some waterway to let a natural filtration system happen and no one's doing anything and i i if you're talking about like water issues like this could solve so many water issues yeah. air purification cuz water there is no water in california like and and this is something that's not being talked about enough and it's a huge 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 issue Scary. and maybe this is like a nice hot topic for you to like prank them Go fight the good yeah, fight. Drink, drink water. Them, you know? We've been waiting <laughs> for the drain drink out. water. Drink yeah. big water. Yeah. Pull the drain out. Yeah, no, it's a big problem. In California specifically, uh, all the urban areas ask the state for more water, and they're getting 5% of what they asked for in 2023. Yeah, in the area around the Salton Sea, um, more kids have uh, cancer and are getting leukemia yeah. and all sorts of diseases because of um, just how unpure this is. So if you could do something to help with the salt and sea, it would help all of California. And I would really appreciate that. I'll try to take a look into it. There's a lot of issues like that, where there's like one area where lots of people are getting cancer. Just, again, all corporate, corporate greed kind of stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Scary stuff. And if you're listening listener and you want to do something about it, go ahead. Cause Sean's a busy guy too. 
<laughs> Sean's a busy guy. Get in the fight. God, Satan, how are you guys really? Oh, you know, I'm good. I'm good. Just hang in, you know. Kanye going off last night was insane. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, there's a lot of insanity. So, and and I don't mind insanity. So that's good. <laughs> All's good for me. So it's fun for you. I'm just, you know, I sit back and just, you know, Twitter is really great, guys. Nobody told me to get on before. I don't know what's going on there, but I'm just retweeting so many things. You're such a liar. <laughs> Now it's like Disneyland for you. It's like empty Disneyland is what it feels like. In hell, have you spoken to how Hitler feels about this? Yes. In hell, I spoke to Hitler. He turns out Hitler also hates black people and <laughs> mentally ill. So yeah, yeah Hitler it, doesn't care about black fan. people. He's not a big fan of Kanye, uh, but he is. he's happy to get one. You know, he's happy to get a little <laughs> name recognition. <laughs> happy to get one. <laughs> So Satan's doing well. I'm doing well. I'm I'm happy. It's you know we have a wonderful guest here with us. Yeah, and I'm. It's always a good time. So hashtag grateful. <laughs> hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> How are you doing, Psyche? You know what? I'm I'm doing real well. But I, I get so fired up and so excited when we have fantastic guests such as you know Sean, like. You know, just trying to fight the good fight. And it gets me all riled up and, and wanting to get off the clouds and leave Cupid at home and go fight the good fight, too. You know, right. so it's it's exciting. Yeah, it's all about riling up. Riling up people up is all it is. Mm. Should we talk about it seems like everyone's eager to talk about Kanye and and all that stuff that happened should we talk about that or should we sure go because we have the satan show still left to do which is more you know entertainment no go into the news let's go let's go to the news and end the light good good call because everybody wants to talk about this have you seen this have you heard about this kanye west has really been going full nazi and he's he was on alex jones show and made him uncomfortable when he said i see good things about hitler is what kanye said when alex jones is shutting you down i think that's a problem mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah it was wild it was wild kanye was wearing a full face covering mask for some reason and yeah he's uh fully admitting to being a hitler fan yeah it's very unsettling yeah it, is it i mean it's, he hasn't he been saying this for months and years? Yeah, he's been, you know, saying general anti-Semitic stuff, but he's just, it's almost like any filter he had is gone now. And it's like, you know, he's just a, he's just kind of a fucking loser at this point, but he has, a, you know, he has a platform and that's scary. Right. It is scary. Yeah, exactly. Because there are people who are like, he's right. I'm not yeah. giving up on yay because of this and blah, blah, blah. And uh, why, why, why is he doing this? I just want to stand up for those who, uh, Sean doesn't know this, but I live with bipolar disorder. So I just, once again, need to stand up for everyone who's saying, oh, it's because he's mentally ill. Like people who are mentally ill are not anti-Semitic. They're not racist. They're not homophobic. Like let's not, you know, that's not cute anymore. He's, he's become, he's super anti-Semitic, obviously. And that's why he likes Hitler. And... I mean, it's really crazy. People are struggling to deal with this. You know, there's the the moment of like 
like shock, right? Shock value, right? There's always, you, you always see people who are into shock value, you know? And then there's just like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's like Kanye, <laughs> like, mm, I don't know if Kanye realizes this, but, you know, Hitler was not a fan of black people. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure he would not have cared for Kanye very much. And is this be- all because of Pete Davidson? Is, is it because Pete Davidson is Jewish? Is that why? I don't think Pete Davidson is Jewish, is he? Is he even Jewish? I'm not sure. I think it's just the general divorce is what really upset him. Well, he's always been anti-Semitic. Yeah. I think he's just, 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 just because he's you know a successful musician doesn't mean he's not just as susceptible to crazy conspiracy forums and all of that as everyone else. Pete Davidson is half Jewish, says Google. Anyway, it doesn't matter. All that matters is that he's a horrible anti-Semite who's just espousing these things for whatever yeah. reason. And it's sad to, to me. One of the things that's sad about it is how much attention it gets. Yeah. Still to this day. Like, why? Why is he a thing? Why? It's because he was that famous, right? And why? But it goes beyond that, whether it's Kanye or whoever it is. Twitter's entire obsession is hyper-focused on whatever craziest shit the right wing said that day, which is just doing them all kinds of favors. Yeah. It's making them money, which then they use to accumulate more power. We'll be right back after these messages. Don't you think it's bizarre that no one on Kanye's team is like, uh, like we're going to go into crisis mode and like lock you up for a bit? I don't think he has that team anymore because he did. Didn't they do that? They did that like a couple years ago after a tour. Yeah, and I think then he, he replaced his team. It was like Milo Yiannopoulos. Oh. <laughs> and this this other, this new one, Nick Fuentes. Nick Fuentes. Man, Milo, come on. <laughs> yeah, you know, I hate to pull a Satan here and find the silver lining of a moment. <laughs> but <laughs> Satan's silver lining playbook, okay? This is what I will say. A lot of people have been saying he's not anti-Semitic. Oh, he's not talking about that. The yada, yada, yada. And they've been able to back him. They've done this thing for years now where they're able to be racist, anti-Semitic, anti-gay, anti-LGBT without, because they don't say it. They don't say, I hate these people. They use, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm. roundabout words. Kanye on Twitter and on that thing says, I love Hitler. It's undeniable, and everybody that's been supporting him and spouting his rhetoric has now been attached to that. And that, you know, that's inescapable. Sure. Yeah. The House Judiciary Committee for the Republicans uh, famously tweeted, Kanye, Elon, Trump, you might remember, uh, they have now deleted that tweet after West's praise (laughs) of Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Wow. But- you know, internet remembers, people don't forget. But yeah, so Kanye is being a real divorced dad. Speaking of divorced dad energy, did you see <laughs> at the slide? I think that's actually, no, that's mean div- to divorced dads. Sorry, divorced guys. Yeah, don't, don't hate on divorced dads. <laughs> <laughs> but Elon, he posted this photo of his bedside table and it had two huge guns on it and a bunch of like caffeine-free, sugar-free Coke. It's bizarre. Yeah, which is just psychopath stuff. The gun was a toy. It was a, a replica of a gun from the video game Deus Ex, which Both is pretty funny. Both guns were toys. I'm not sure about the uh, I'm not sure about the muskety the, the the Revolutionary War one, but the the one the bigger <laughs> one on the table was like it was a toy. It was a uh, yeah. 
It's a video no. game. It's like literally the lamest thing you can own. Um, yeah. <laughs> he keeps it on his bedside table like a weirdo. He keeps it on his bedside <laughs> table like a total weirdo. What are you going to say? Now he's announcing that Neuralink will be in human brains in six months. So what's Neuralink? Does anyone know what that is? All I know is the tests on monkeys have killed 99% of the monkeys that he's tried it on. No, Yes, like 3,000 monkeys died in the last year alone testing this thing so that they can put a chip in your brain. And they also are rolling out these self-driving cars that on the roads in the United States, and they're dangerous as fuck. Well, 60 monkeys survived. Yeah. And, but they were hit by the self-driving cars, unfortunately. That was, yeah. That's what I heard. They just, oh, that makes me so sad. They use the I same testing so facility. Yeah. I, I'm not, I would not uh, sign up to get one of those things put in your brains, humans, unless you're one of those dudes that jumps to Elon Musk's defense. You know, you can all feel free to sign up and get this. I encourage it. Yesterday, I thought it was funny because Elon literally tweeted asking people to tweet more. Mm -hmm. Did you see this? Have you seen this? I'm not really on Twitter. That's ridiculous. Elon tweeted, I meet so many people who read Twitter every day, but almost never tweet. If I may beg your indulgence, please add your voice to the public dialogue. And this just felt to me like Jeb Bush saying, please clap. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Please tweet. Please tweet. There's definitely a lot of people. They might have moved on to other platforms, but they're still logging into Twitter to check up. But the, but you don't have to like, retweet, or post anything to consume Twitter, right? So one of your little defenses might, like me, just not tweeting. I'm not going to say I never look at it, but I'm not tweeting. And it's just I thought I thought that was funny that he then says. <laughs> It's not going well, is it, Sean? No, yeah, it's 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 been pretty much a dumpster fire so far. All right. Well, yeah. we talked about Kanye and Elon and Trump. We got it out of our system with the goddamn news. It's time for the Satan Show. News. Hey guys, what's going on? Entertainment. Oh, it's me, Satan, with a new voice. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Satan Show. hey guys what's up it's me satan big news coming out today that uh it's taking the news by storm let's listen to it let's hear it have you guys seen this have you guys heard about this cocaine bear (laughs) trailer a drug-fueled animal goes on a murderous rampage in real life thriller this is a new movie coming out about a bear on cocaine uh produced oh my god sounds like it's produced by me no Oh, this this looks really fun. Cocaine Bear, it's a true story. It's uh, done by Elizabeth Banks. I think it's her latest directorial effort. She does great shit. I believe it's Ray Liotta's last movie as well. Ray Liotta is in it, exactly. I'm very, very excited. Oh my gosh, it's his last movie. That is insane. It's based on a true story about Pablo Escobar in the 80s there was a ton of cocaine accidentally dropped into a forest by a drug runner and this bear got into it basically and then what happened 
well, you got into to, a lot of cocaine. Gonna, according to the movie, he went on a murderous rampage. I don't. Sounds real Jeez. to me. Up next, Harrison Ford <laughs> cracks the whip in teaser trailer for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. We love a dial that uh, dials have completely gone out of fashion since the smartphone, <laughs> you know, so bring it back. Bring it back. When's the last time you dialed something? Got to be, you know, a traditional dial. Yeah, it's a pretty awful name. Not a fan. I'm in. I'm 100% in. I'll be there opening night. I'm worried. I'm worried about this one. No. Look, all of them are not very good. The la- What? All of them are not very good, but just camp. Blasphemy. Indiana Jones is camp. Moving on. Okay. Super Mario Bros. trailer shows being a hero isn't all fun and games. You gave me just all movies. (laughs) (laughs) What? This is entertainment. What do you want? This is entertaining. These are juicy subjects. I gave you Guys, have you heard about this? I gave you Cocaine Bear. I gave you Cocaine Bear. Indiana Jones and Sue and Chris Pratt as Super Mario. You can't do nothing yeah. with How do we feel about the Super Mario Bros. trailer showing being a hero isn't always fun in games? What a good <laughs> statement from Mario and Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. Do we think this movie's gonna be like the biggest hit for Nintendo? We'll see. We'll see. It'll never have anything. It'll never come close to the Bob Hoskins version. I know what I'm doing. I'm showing up opening day, popcorn in hand, watching the double feature of Dial of Destiny and Super Smash Bros. movie trailer. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be over in the other theater watching Cocaine Bear, but they even got Mario Kart and the Rainbow Road. Yeah. Like the shows them driving on the Rainbow Road. You're saying that like you don't know what that is. Well, and the Rainbow Road. Just to, I'm I'm saying that like I'm not sure if you know what that is. Uh, come on, of course I, I do. I was always Princess Peach. I won all the time. Sean, have you played Mario Kart? I've played a lot of the Mario Kart. Yeah, I'm familiar with the the psychedelic journey of the Rainbow Road. Mm-hmm. I think we're all in agreement that Rainbow Road is the best course. Um. <laughs> It's pretty badass. It's pretty ridiculous. It's the most thrilling. Yeah. It's the most thrilling, I'd it's, say. Yeah. It's pretty out there. And anyway, homophobes don't, don't like that. There was one that posted. They don't? Norman oh, well. Brink was, replied to the thread of the Mario Kart trailer saying, disgusting they had to include woke pride flag nonsense, which is clearly someone who's never played Have you Mario. never played the game? Exactly. <laughs> or a troll, perhaps, who full, knows full well what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Nintendo is the only company that is all good. No evil there. Buy Nintendo. They are not paying me. (laughs) They are not paying me. The only company that's all good. Have you guys heard about this? Joe Pesci said that playing Harry in Home Alone films came with some serious pain. He got actual burns and bruises from the, the stunts they did, which I did not know that they actually suffered <laughs> those from those pranks method actors method <laughs> method sean do you think you'll ever do those type of pranks are you capable of performing a home alone yeah let's burn eli Lilly's hands yeah yeah i gotta get in there the physical prank i think is a little outdated it's uh yeah <laughs> that is true that is a man who plays a lot of mario kart right there that's good yeah yeah <laughs> he loves rainbow road <laughs> 
Wow. Well, this has been the Satan Shows. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be right back after Lean With It, Rock With It by Dem Franchise Boys. <laughs> so, Sean, we do this really cool thing called Blessings and Smites. Would you like to be a part of it? We, uh, absolutely, our, our sure. Closing, our closing um, thing. God, absolutely. you want to start so you, he gets an idea? I would like to bless Sean once again for joining us today and for doing the greatest thing I've seen in a long time way to go i'm so proud of you you fulfilled your purpose thank you you're doing the lord's work i would like to smite uh kanye west i know this is going to be controversial but i think hitler was not a good person i think that he was evil he was evil he was a bad guy and um just think it's important to keep saying that i'm gonna bless sean for coming on and doing the lord's work um and being awesome and i i thank you for um coming on here sharing your voice and hopefully helping with the california water crisis bringing (laughs) more awareness um and i want to smite anybody anybody and everybody who is uh, anti-semitic who is homophobic, who is racist, and who is just a bad person because we just want it to be rainbow roads and princess peaches in the world. So that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> that's the future that Psyche is dreaming of. That's my future. <laughs> that's the future not that Tesla's. That's the future that I'm Psyche dreaming wants. of Mario yeah, Kart. Not exploding you know? Teslas. We want carts that don't respond well to red turtle shells. That's right. I just want to hit stars and, you know, go through Rainbow Road and go, woohoo, woohoo, woohoo. I'll throw one out there. Yeah. You know, I would return the blessing of, I'm not going to bless God. That seems wrong. (laughs) What, 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 what? No, I get it. Give blessings to God, you know, like I I want to bless, uh, bless our nation's railroad workers. They might be going on, they they go on strike. I think they need seven days. They're, they're asking for seven days paid sick leave and their bosses aren't refusing to give it to them. I want to bless them. Wow. I'll smite. Um, you know, we're talking about Mario. I'll smite Bowser. That guy, he's always stealing. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Not a great guy. Like, I feel like he's, he's, you know, got the divorced dad energy as well. Yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Bowser divorced dad energy. Kanye, Elon, Bowser. Yeah. That's basically what they did. Yeah. You guys took all the good ones. You guys took, uh, so I'll just bless dogs. Big fan of dogs. Uh, dogs everywhere. And I will smite uh you know cats <laughs> i'll smite dictators just a nice general one today from me mm. you know cool yeah that's all i got okay well then stop helping them get into power satan it's fun though i'll smite them but man it's fun to see them rise <laughs> <laughs> okay thanks for listening humans find the god pod wherever you get your podcasts the god pod Habit Yahweh. Woohoo! It's time for a new segment I call God Confessions. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I'm tired of new commandments and God's honest truths. It's time for me to confess some things. <sighs> Here we go. Hello, humans. I need to confess something. Back in the 80s, I used to hang out with this bear who was really cool. A real straight-A student, you know? Had big dreams of being an entertainer in the circus. Well, like I said, it was the 80s, 
And uh, I had a real bad drug problem back then. God. And anyway, long story short, I got this bear hooked on cocaine, okay? And he went on a drug-fueled rampage, blah, blah, blah. It was me. I ruined Pablo Escobar's life. It's all my fault. I hope you can forgive me. The Lord has spoken. Thank you.